Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. Hope you guys are doing well. It is April 6th. It is Thursday. And uh, yeah, yesterday was uh, Passover. And uh, we're coming up on looking at the death of Christ at our church and um, the resurrection of Christ. And so I'm excited to always always take a look at that look at the cross i just started a book that um is a classic john stott the cross of christ and i've never read it before and um i've i've had it for a while and then i um saw something which recommended the book and i'm like i i'm gonna read this next and so it's uh right now i'm on the first chapter which is talking about the centrality of the cross and um it's so true. <laughs> the cross should be central to our very lives. It's a, a pivotal point where Jesus was nailed to a cross to suffer. Think about Psalm 22, the prophecy, prophetic word of the crucifixion before crucifixion was even invented. Seriously, read Psalm 22. It's just, uh, and, and Isaiah 53. It's just amazing. <laughs> like God knew what he was saying. He knew what he was doing. And the cross was necessary to make atonement, substitutionary atonement for our sins. To, you know, Christ took our place. And so the cross is a central message for the Christian message. Uh, our faith-based system, unfortunately, many have kind of um many have kind of devalued the cross you know it's become so a somber and serious and even celebratory you know as we look at communion and we're not just supposed to be sad because we know the whole story we know what it led to right um, salvation renewal transformation now we have cross earrings cross necklaces cross everything and it's not really it's just kind of a design thing it's not actual it's not actual reality of what the cross truly symbolizes. And so for us as Christians, it symbolizes the death of our Savior, the perfect Lamb of God that was slain for a sinful humanity. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so with that, let me get to the verse because it speaks of the cross. Um, the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 1.18, right? Again, he's writing to a completely carnal church. He's going to end up, he's going to start correcting them. He's exhorting them now. He's going to start correcting them. But he starts out commending them, right? Which is such a good tactic. Um, but he writes, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Wow. That's deep. That's powerful. That's real. The cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Trust me, I, you know, I, I didn't grow up Christian. I didn't grow up in the church um, at all. I had no clue about any of it. My, Both my sisters, I believe, went to Catholic school for a time uh, just because my grandma was Catholic, and that's just what happened. Uh, but by the time I was born, pleasant surprise, seven years after my sisters, uh, I just went to secular school. I just went to regular school. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, public school <laughs> and um, anyway I was a mess but 
I didn't know Christ, I didn't know the gospel, I didn't know any of that, didn't want to know, didn't care about it, just wanted to live my life and do what I wanted, right? That's the kind of the story, uh, that's the American way, I guess. And I didn't know anything about it. Um, so all this Christian stuff, it was foolishness to me. And I didn't really care, like I, I didn't want to change my life, I, I didn't want to you know, forsake any sin. I just wanted to live the way I wanted to live. Don't bother me, kind of thing. That's a mentality uh, I had. And it didn't get me anywhere good. <laughs> it didn't result in anything good, really. Um, but I didn't know about the cross. I didn't know about Jesus, the full story. I didn't know the good news, the gospel. Um, you know, until... You know, my dad took me to church until one of my friends shared it with me. Uh, until uh, a, a locksmith uh, pointed out the truth to me and, and and led me in a prayer. And to, you know, God used all of these people to help me to see the centrality of the gospel message. And and what's central to that is is the cross of Christ. And uh, and again, I, I just thought it was foolish. I thought it was dumb. I don't. Why would I waste my time at church? I could have fun, actually. You know. But again, I, I was blinded. I, I, I didn't know. And, and I could look at this verse and just say, well, all these people would think it's foolish. Well, they're foolish, you know. But I'm relating it to myself because, you know, it's part of my testimony also. I didn't know. You know, the cross of Christ, it's, it's foolishness to those who are what? To, to those who are perishing. And that's not a happy thing. That's a sad statement. The very thing that people many think are fool is foolish. The very thing, denying that very thing, will lead to their eternal destiny, which is not heaven. So it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs, and I, that's why we need to pray for the lost. You know, we don't look at this and accuse. We look at this and I I believe we should be grieved. You know, the Apostle Paul had a heart for the lost. He wasn't just out there, you know, preaching at people, yelling at people if they didn't agree. Like, he was out there to share the truth and move on to the next, peop the next people group, the next city, the next town, the next village, the next place. He was out there. He didn't try to start stuff. He didn't try to provoke people to anger. He, he didn't try to argue or debate simply got out there and he shared the truth because he truly believed in the gospel of Christ. He said he's crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Like, he didn't take any credit for what he was doing. He said, this is Christ working through me. So the gospel and the cross of Christ was central to Paul's message. And so he's letting these guys know, these Corinthians who are being swayed by cultural immorality that, listen... Yes, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That's the thing. They're, they're perishing. They don't believe. They don't want to believe. They don't want the truth. They don't want to change. They don't want Jesus. But here's where he, here's where he uh, hammers home the point. He says, but to us. And he's saying us. He's including them. The Christians in Corinth. To us, the cross 
we're being saved. It's, the cross is the power of God. Man, the cross is the power of God. That's amazing. Because again, the Lord, it was his will that Jesus be crucified. So that expiation and propitiation can happen. So that our sins be eradicated. That we would be forgiven. That's the power of God. You understand like that, that God uses his power not to pummel us. <laughs> not to take everyone out. He uses his power to save us. And the cross is central to the salvation story. And so that to me is a beautiful thing to think about. Beautiful fact to think about. The cross is the power of God. And I've, I've been ruminating on that and thinking about that in my mind and I'm just in my heart and I, I want to pray about that today because it's so important as, as we look at Isaiah 53 at our church tomorrow night all that Jesus went through. We can't even, we can talk about it, we can read about it, but we can't imagine. We, can, we can't even imagine that kind of pain. We can't imagine that kind of suffering. But it wasn't in vain. It wasn't useless. It wasn't pointless. Jesus' pain was for a purpose. His crucifixion was so that sinful people can be converted, can know God, can draw near to Him. I mean, thank you, Lord, right? That is so wonderful. I can't really express how epic that is in words, but... Just, I would just say, you guys just ruminate on that today. Think about that. Think about the centrality of the cross. And we think about the cross, think about Jesus. But remember, he's not on the cross anymore. He's our risen Savior, right? He died, yes, but he rose again. And therefore, we can be integrated. We are integrated into the family of God. We are added to the kingdom. We're reconciled through Christ to God wow he actually hears us because of Christ like he hears us he responds to us like I don't know it's just mind blowing to me it's mind blowing because the cross is the power of God it's central to the Christian message it's central to the good news it's central to the gospel you can't think about the cross without thinking about Jesus and so think on those things today you guys God bless you um Love you guys, praying for you guys. Have a, a great Thursday. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the cross. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.